Welcome back to the Michael Muniz Podcast, everybody. And um, today, we are going to cover a, a lot, but it's not going to be too deep. And it's really about what has happened in this last one to two weeks and all the events that have transpired. And so, the main topic today is going to be about the race-baiting media. And there's two stories, and... And so there's two stories that I want to share about the media or what has happened recently. And it's the Micaiah, I think her name is Micaiah Bryant, I believe, and then Dante Wright. So first, let's go over Dante Wright and what, what the media is saying about it. Okay, so Dante Wright, he was he was in the car and the police came and tried to arrest him and he ended up getting in a scuffle with the police and he started to try to drive off um with the police and this officer she was a woman and she pulled out her gun instead of her taser she said she meant to pull out her taser she said taser 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 but instead she pulled out her gun and and he was shot dead and i am not defending the officer here i'm not I'm not saying the officer was in the right because she clearly wasn't. It was one of these biggest mistakes I've I've ever seen. It, it was it was pretty bad, and I think you should, you know, I know I'm a conservative and people, oh, you defend the cops and everything. No, on this one I don't. I don't defend this woman. She's gonna go to jail and she should go to jail, and she should go for manslaughter. And it's very unfortunate that Dante Wright lost his life. And I'm not going to beat around the bush on that. But let's talk about what the media is saying about it. Okay, the problem is, is the media and the politicians are using this as a way to yield more political power. This is all they're doing. Okay, because... They don't care. These politicians, I guarantee you, they don't care. A lot of them do not care about the death of this guy. They don't. They care now. They're like, okay, here goes another black man that was shot. Let's use it for political power because we know we have people on the fence. And they do it well. I have to give it to the left. They do it extremely well. But AOC was calling this uh, the system an indefensible system which means not justifiable by argument which is it's insane to say that and then she calls it a systematic problem all of this is systematic problem the police is just not true because the only thing between i I know a lot i'm sure a lot of you have seen the purge before the police are the only thing between the purge happening and anarchy happening. That's the only thing standing in the way. Because we have police now. And there's bad things that happen. Could you imagine if we didn't have police? So this. This radical idea that all police should be gone. And we shouldn't have police. And it's a systematic problem. And it needs to be fixed. And everyone needs to go. And all cops are racist. And all cops are bad. It needs to stop because at one point they're going to push the agenda so far. There's not going to be any more cops because no one's going to want to be a cop. And then we'll see. We're going to turn into a 
a terrible country. That's the only thing. That's the only thing between those two things. And so that brings me to my next point, which is the story of Micaiah Bryant. I think that's how you say her name. I'm not being disrespectful. I'm just I don't know how to say it. But let's go over something. Okay. At first, everybody was saying that she was she was not in the wrong. She didn't have anything that the police just shot her because she was black. And and that the same the same narrative that the media says every time that anytime an officer shoots a black person, which I'm not justifying it. I'm not justifying it. Hear me out. But they're saying it's because of race. That that's just that is simply just not true. It not all of them are because the other uh, cop doesn't l- like the other race. That's not all, because they tried to do the same thing with this Micaiah Bryant case, and there was footage which. Um, hopefully soon I get video. I'm going to record myself doing this and I'll be able to show you the videos and all that while I'm talking. But she had a knife and she was trying to kill another black girl. And I don't really care about the race, but this is important in the media's narrative because now they can't run with it. Now it's hard for them to run with it because the cop actually saved another black girl's life. Because if they didn't shoot Makai Bryant... And she stabbed the other girl to death and beat her up. What would happen? That girl would have died. And it's sad when anyone dies. But if someone is trying to stab somebody with a knife, you can't call it racism because they shot the girl with the knife. How could you say that? That's completely counterintuitive. It's just stupid. The cop shot Makai Bryant because she had a knife in her hand. She was trying to kill another person. How does that make any sense? And the media loves to run with the narrative, but they don't run with it unless it helps their side. And the the media, I've, I've said this before many times, I'm going to say it again. The media keeps race around to further divide us. It's just, it's so obvious that they want to keep it around. Because, okay, so... There was this case. And we're back from that ad that I just had. And so, yes, so I I mentioned how the media keeps race around to further divide us. And so we always hear in the media, on the news, that, oh, we hear this a lot. We've been hearing this a lot more recently, obviously, is that, oh, a white cop killed a black person right we we hear that all the time and it, and it's sad anybody that loses their life is sad i'm not justifying it but like i said earlier it's not because of race but let me read you this story that i guarantee you 100% of you have never heard of unless i've talked to you about it two teenagers ages 16 and 14 this is abc 13 they have charged with second-degree murder after police, they say, intentionally lit a man on fire, causing his death. And this is this is local ABC. This isn't like the big one where they talk about it in national TV. They don't talk about this one. So as you heard, they intentionally lit a man on fire, causing his death. I want you to notice something. I, I Earlier, I read you some of the New York Times article 
about Micaiah Bryant, or I didn't read it, but I was reading it earlier, and it talks about how she's a black girl. She was a beautiful black girl. She's a beautiful woman. She she was just getting her life. All this stuff, right? I'm going to read this one more time. Two teenagers ages 16 and 14 have been charged with second-degree murder after police say they intentionally lit a man on fire, causing his death. Not once in this article for ABC, and you can look it up, not once have I seen that they say two black teenagers kill elderly man and burn him to death. I mean, 53, but he was kind of, he was, yeah, he was declining in health. And not once do I see that. But if you read any article on CNN, anywhere about how they, they mention it's a white cop killing a black woman or a black man. In this, they don't say it's two black men killing a black or, or a white man. They don't say it because it doesn't go along with the narrative what the media wants. That's what's so sad. And nobody – you don't hear people, white people saying, oh, say his name, say his name, white lives matter. Because it, it – no one's even heard about this. No one's even heard about this. They say 53-year-old Stephen – Ammenhauser has been dosed in flammable liquid while sitting in a chair inside his apartment and was lit on fire. Bystanders tried to put out the fire and first responders transport him to the University of Rochester Medical Center. They say he suffered second and third degree burns over 70% of his body. He died from his injuries early Tuesday morning. Xavion Perry, 16, and 14-year-old Adriel Riley Jr. have been charged with second degree murder and Ammenhauser's death. There And the the police the police say captain frank umbino he's of uh rochester police department ha has said there's nobody else to speak for him there's no more family around and so it says the kids they hung around in the neighborhood and if anybody knows that neighborhood everyone kind of knows everybody he says he said and i quote so they certainly knew steven but there was no type of familial relation relationship Listen to how tragic this is, okay? Umbrino said Ammenhauser walked to a corner store and then went back to his residence. About five minutes after his return, he came back running out of his apartment on fire. Could, could you just imagine if one of your family members ran out on fire or you saw them on fire? Perry and Riley were reporting reportedly found near the scene. Umbrino said they provided fake names and were eventually taken to the public safety building. Uh, it, it, it's, it's just terrible. The fact that some, I don't care what race it is, the fact that someone got lit on fire and it's not mentioned anywhere on the mainstream media because it doesn't run with the left's agenda how tragic is that? No one knows this guy's name, and it's so sad. He barely had any family left. I don't think he had any nearby family in the vicinity, which I alluded to when uh, Captain Umbrino talked earlier in the article. But but this is my point, is they don't mention one time in this article that these two kids are black. Because it doesn't run with what they want. It doesn't run with what riles people up. That's my problem. Is if you're gonna if you, you cannot you if you're gonna mention one case, you're gonna have to mention the other, which they don't do because they don't want to. 
It's like selective hearing. It's like when your parents say, oh, go do chores. What do you do? You don't want to listen to them, so you use selective hearing. But if they say, come on, let's go to the store and get ice cream, what do you do? Oh, you hear that. It's the same thing with the media. They, they have selective hearing, obviously. And it, it, it upsets me so much because all they just do is just uh, – it, it's just disgusting. And it's evil. But this is how stuff goes. And there is – there's a lot of stuff we can do about it, and we have to mention these people, and we have to talk about these things, and we have to have these tough discussions. Because if we don't talk about these things, no one's going to know about them. And, you know, guys, I, I just I, – I really wanted to allude to this point today. Really drive it in so you guys can hear me and understand where I'm coming from. Because this needs to be talked about. And I have a quote from Charles Barkley, which I – I respect Charles Barkley a lot. He really gets it. He really, he really know. He really gets how the media and the politicians. I mentioned politicians earlier. What they do, and this is what Charles Barkley said about politicians. He was on a college basketball show with Ernie and a bunch of people, and he said they divide and conquer to keep power. He said this about politicians. And he said, man, I think, and I quote, man, I think most white people and black people are great people. Barkley says Saturday night during the CBS's broadcast of the NCAA men's college basketball tournament. I really believe that in my heart. But I think our system is set up where our politicians, whether they're Republicans or Democrats, are designed to make us not like each other so they can keep their grasp of power and money. They divide and they conquer. And, and then he says, Barkley said he truly believed most white people and black people are awesome people, but said Americans are so stupid following our politicians. And what a quote. What a quote to stand up against against the mob rule because he's standing up against both. He's not just standing up against uh, Republicans but also Democrats because he knows. He sees it. He sees this divide-and-conquer strategy. And it's quite amazing to see an athlete um, go against what mainstream people say. And so I just wanted to read that because I thought it really, really goes along with what I was saying and how the media keeps race around to further divide us. And I wanted to talk about one more thing real quick. And it's about the Chinese hate crimes. Let me just say something. If you, just like I said earlier, the media continues to pick and choose what they want to say. I've seen multi multiple videos. I've seen more videos online of of African Americans shoving over elderly elderly Chinese people. Okay, and just completely obliterating them. Many videos. And I'm sure you guys have too. And they're just destroying these people. And it is it is ugly and utterly disgusting that the media wants to blame it on white people 
and say that, oh, white people need to stop Asian hate. And and they're running with this with this meet this this story that white people are always the aggressors. They're always the ones killing people that are colored. That's just not true. That's just not true. And and I'm not like I said earlier, I'm not standing up for all the things that all white people have done. I'm not standing up for that. But what I am standing up for is that everyone, everyone has fallen short in this evil world. Everybody has. Let's stop acting like one whole entire race and like has is the only one that's done anything bad. Let's stop that notion right now. Because it's evil and like Charles Barkley said, it's all it does is divide and conquer to for people to keep power. And we need to get it right before America goes down in ruins. Because every day it seems like it's getting worse and worse. And we need to come together as a country and not split apart. Before I get off, guys, I have two more things to share with you guys. And I know we're not going deep into this stuff. And I'm just kind of throwing information out at you. But that's the point of this is to throw it out at you so you can think about it and make your assumption or make your decision on it. And so I want to read a quote from Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib. Tlaib. I don't know how to say her name. But she said, I am done with those who condone government-funded murder, which she is obviously alluding to the police killing people, probably alluding to the Black Lives Lost. And... Oh, all I have to say about this is, so so does that mean she's okay with defunding Planned Parenthood? That's a huge question. And it might not sound like a huge question, but it is. Because the the black community has the most aborted, aborted, um, babies by capita per capita and also i believe overall and for many reasons but there 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 are reasons for it and every i'm going to go over this again every race gets abortions and every race has their reasons to get abortions but by her saying that government funded murder last time i checked a baby inside the womb it, it, if you kill it, that's murder, right? So I guess she doesn't have a problem with that, which is funny because I guarantee if you ask her, she's going to be like, well, no, I'm just, no, 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 you guys are terrible people, blah, 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 and ramble on about her life and how tough it is to be a congresswoman and have all that power coming from the left once again because they want power. They don't want freedom. They want power. They want power, and they want to dictate what your freedom is and if someone else is dictating what your freedom is it's not truly freedom it's dictatorship that's what it means when they dictate that's a dictator anyways all i gotta say is some of these people are fools i'm sorry i just gotta let it out and uh (laughs) oh my goodness 
And don't even get me started on this. Patrice Cullors, the BLM co-founder or founder, whatever she is, buys $1.4 million home in LA community. You guys hear that? Someone bought a new home. Whoop-de-woo. So, obviously, you might be thinking, well, why does that matter? That's okay. It's just someone buying a home. Oh, yeah. Well, she's the BLM founder, first of all. And many people in the BLM um, lockstep, right, have talked about, many moms have talked about how, now that they've heard this information, how phony this BLM sounds. And now the government or the FBI is going to go into investigation about this because none of this money that BLM raised went to black communities. Hmm. And you can check that online for yourself because it's true. And just, wow, just think about that. So where's all the money going? Oh, oh, she just bought four new homes. She just bought four new homes recently. So did the money go to that? Well, I mean, you can if you can put two and two together, it seems like it, right? But that's okay. She can just take money. No, no. She should go to jail, first of all. Hopefully she does go to jail for this because she... That, that's fake news. That's that's fake fundraising. You can't say, give me your money. We're going to give it to this. And then you just take it all for yourself. Which, it's so funny because she's against capitalism. Yet, seems like she's benefiting pretty well from capitalism, if you ask me. And it's, it's funny because she's a Marxist. So she's clearly a deceitful person. Which, she's obviously deceiving every single person that gave money to that organization. And it's, it's hilarious because... I gotta give it to her. She's she's doing it. She's literally taking money from people and using it for herself and her own greed, which she, which people associate capitalism with greed, which she's benefiting from. So wouldn't that mean she's greedy? Well, yeah, that that's a discussion for another time. But I just want to get that out there and let you guys know about these things and end off with something I think is pretty funny, which was these two things i just brought up and i want to thank you guys for listening and those of you that listen to every single podcast i just want to thank you for continuing continuing with me on this ride because it is so fun for me to speak to you guys about things in my life and things about in the world that you might not know about and it's fun to see people listen to my podcast and then come up and talk to me about it and give me pointers or discuss with me what I talked about and why they agree or why they disagree. That was really the main point. And I'm, I'm grateful for that. Thank you guys for your support. And I hope you guys have a good day. God bless.